0: Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy.
1: It finally happened, Holden. Held out for two and a half years, and I finally got COVID. So, last day of quarantine here. Fortunately for me, really just a a sore throat i guess mm-hmm. was the extent of it one day i was kind of tired but I, c- I don't know if that was my allergies or covid um my wife emily had a fever for one day just kind of cold symptoms from then I, if she hadn't gotten tested i wouldn't even thought of getting tested honestly yeah. um with such with such little symptoms um but yeah covid positive so a couple days off from work you know kind of nice little vacation honestly yeah. rested and relaxed and uh, ready to go for the podcast
0: nice good thing what we had to watch this week wasn't in the theater yeah good
1: thing signed. disney just dumps new movies on their streaming service
0: <laughs> well we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our reviews of uh, the third episodes of both the house of the dragon and lord of the rings the rings of power as well as the new Disney Plus Pinocchio live action film. Oh boy, cannot wait! Hold on, cannot wait. That one movie podcast. Tomp. But first, Jimmy, let's do the
1: toms. I'm excited to hear what the toms are this week.
0: The Toms! The Toms. The Toms! The Toms! Toms is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw's the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get into it. Yeah, it was
1: disney plus day or whatever that one day where disney just dumps everything and i always forget that it's
0: happening until it it's happening so. well th- thank god it did because <laughs> uh doing news okay so i will i think we'll start with the glass onion trailer but after that literally all we have is d23 news like i didn't realize until we i was going through it and i'm like wow if d23 had happened we would have nothing to talk about this week. was
1: it d23 is that yeah, what it was D27. okay
0: yeah d23 um but yeah, uh, so we'll just get the the one non Disney related thing out of the way first. <laughs> we got a, a trailer for Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, the new Knives Out film. Uh, we've both been pretty excited for. It. It's going to be coming to Netflix at the end of the year. Um, Jimmy, what do you think of this trailer?
1: Looks like a fun Who Done It, Holden, and that's all I want from this movie. Fun Who Done It. Yeah. It's going right on Netflix. Hopefully, I can just still use my parents' account for that. hopefully they don't crack down by then and uh, yeah I'm excited for it you know they're like here's everybody who's in it again here's some settings I liked how they incorporated the titles Mm -hmm. uh, into the different elements that were happening visually I very very satisfying we saw saw a
0: large glass onion
1: yes there's a large glass onion (laughs) don't take a bite out of that um yeah I, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. We'll see. You got uh, all the actors and actresses. I forgot Dave Bautista was in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so that's exciting. He'll be great as always. And uh, I'm looking forward. To, yeah, Edward Norton. I'm looking forward to. It. I liked the first one. I didn't love it. I've only seen it the one time. Um, but we'll see. Looks like a, a good time. Part of it's on a boat. Yeah, can't go wrong there. So yeah, I'm gonna it's... give it a
0: Broca. Hold on. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be incorporating several different settings based on the trailer, which is a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, um, there was one actor that was notably absent that we've talked about that's in it, but I'm not going to mention it in case it's a spoiler. So (laughs) I know he is in it. I don't remember who it is, so it'll be a surprise for me, too. Yes. Um, But yeah, fun cast. Excited to see all of them do a little mystery yeah, it broke off for me as well.
1: I hope the killer is Snoke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be all good. All along, yes, <laughs> he's subverting our expectations. Yes, there. that would be the ultimate subversion of expectations. Um. Anyway, on to all of the Disney stuff there is to talk the about. The Disney dump, quite a bit. Yeah, the Disney dump. Uh, so we'll start off with uh the new Mandalorian uh trailer, season three coming out next year. We did get a trailer for it, though. What did you think of this trailer, Jimmy? Uh,
1: Just call me daddy, apparently. That's just Mandalorian is just straight up the baby yoda grogu yeah (laughs) at this point which i'm all for that's good for me uh nice awesome hopefully you've seen those two episodes of the book of (laughs) boba fett (laughs) otherwise this is all brand new to you like whoa they're back together and oh what they need all
0: three because the last one is when they actually reunite so yeah that's true just the mandalorian but then the last one that's too bad that you have to watch an episode that is just
1: bad <laughs> <laughs> and as boba fett in it in the mm. boba fett show so yeah i guess watch the final three episodes of book of boba fett um no
0: context needed it's whatever
1: seriously yeah you, you don't need any
0: context <laughs> um or watch. there's probably a mashup on youtube of the last episode just all of the mandalorian scenes just yeah watch there you that. go just watch that but then you
1: don't get to see the cool hover guy spin yeah, no the cover reason. guys spin and the, the Rancor race. rampaging. Yeah. Uh, all that wow. cool stuff. Wow. That show was bad. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I mean, you got the you have this kind of the different sex of the Mandalorians. It seems like they're returning mm-hmm. to Mandalore. I don't know. Mandalore, I think, is in like ruin at this point. You know, we've got all this stuff with the dark saber and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moff Gideon doesn't seem to be anywhere did he? He's still alive, right? He's still
0: alive. Yeah, he got arrested, I believe.
1: Yeah, is he just out of the picture? Who knows? Wasn't there a bunch of mystery stuff with him? Was there? Wasn't there like, oh, what's in these two? Why does he need Grogu? Wasn't there like, I don't know.
0: Maybe I. I, I guess. I yeah, really <laughs>
1: don't remember the Mandalorian that well, honestly, because it has been like it all. It has been like <laughs>
0: two years <laughs> since it's come out. Um, yeah I'll probably rewatch it all because I don't I didn't rewatch the first season for season two and it's been so long so I'm like yeah I might as well rewatch the whole thing whatever I'm yeah we're going to have to I just don't remember
1: it very well Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so I mean we'll see I'm excited for it I'll
0: definitely watch it we'll definitely review it so we got a Babu freak yeah looking guy
1: yeah but it's not looks like it might
0: just be him he's got like the same hat on and everything so
1: though the single redeeming thing about that movie, <laughs> <laughs> I c- I cannot think of another good... Th- Lando's in it, I guess. Is that another redeeming yeah, thing? Yeah, but he doesn't really
0: do anything. No, he's just like, hey, hey I'm hey, Lando. it's me, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing I remember about that movie that positive was Babu Freak. Uh, the score was predictably good, and the visuals, I guess, were pretty decent yeah. that's it Babu
1: Frick uh, yeah good to see him or something like him Holden that's pretty you know kind of like Star Wars speciesist for you to just assume that it's the same character you know
0: I <laughs> I, it just looks <laughs> exactly the same Like, <laughs> wow, they all look thing. the same
1: huh Holden yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> low that's uh it's 2022 we need to move past that type of sentiment can't be Star Wars
0: speciesist anymore yeah
1: um, so broke off for me, you know, I'm excited. So here we go.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I. How I many
1: think, spinoff
0: shows can they set up in this season? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it, it looks really cool. Um, I thought it, I think what really got me hyped was honestly the score in the trailer was really good. I, I mean, they probably won't use that in the show cause it's specifically made for the trailer, but I was like, damn, this, this music's getting me hyped for it. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Looks like cool Mandalorian action scenes with a bunch of other Mandalorians as well. Yeah, you get the shot where they're all flying down in their
1: jetpacks and whatnot, and they're still like, you, you're you a good person, but you know what? You took off your helmet, mm-hmm. so that yeah. makes you a bad person. <laughs> Bo-Katan. We'll see if she's cool or not. Taking off your helmet is the equivalent of getting canceled in his Mandalorian cult. It kind of is. Poor like, Din Djarin Din getting canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll give the trailer a broca. Yeah,
1: brocas. Here we go. What what else does Mickey Mouse dump on us today?
0: Uh, we got a trailer for Secret Invasion. Yes, um, one of the new. Di- the, I think it's the next Disney Plus show post She-Hulk because I don't think there's anything else for the rest of the year, um, not counting another trailer we'll talk about in a bit. But um, yeah, Secret Invasion. This is uh, based on a comic book series a very popular comic run where it's like all the the scrolls have infiltrated the the earth in a lot of ways that we don't know but it's interesting in the mcu because the scrolls have been established so far to be a good force and that was kind of a twist in captain marvel that they weren't bad um wow so you know what probably there's gonna be some bad scrolls probably scrolls. (laughs) what'd you think of this trailer jimmy
1: Um, I don't know anything about the comic book run other than there's scrolls, and Nick Fury's in this and that's all I know so I was a little I was like I don't really know what's happening but I guess it looks
0: cool there we go it's kind of I I think what interests me is it seems to be an interesting mix of like the espionage like grounded side of Marvel with like the more cosmic stuff it seems to be a nice little in between there um uh, samuel jackson's awesome we got some amelia clark uh, olivia cole yeah i, I was is. like i
1: was like wait a second was that amelia clark and then they yeah. just showed <laughs> she was in the trailer very briefly right like she was yeah really, she was is she in captain just,
0: marvel no this is her first time showing up okay um i ben like Mendelsohn. you're not blonde in this yeah thing. she's <laughs> got like red hair <laughs> or something <laughs> Ben um, Mendelsohn showing up. Oh haven't good. seen him in a while. Yeah, good to have him back. Yeah. He's got a oh. great presence. He does. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested in this. I think it'll be a, a cool little mini event for Disney Plus. Cool. How
1: many episodes? I think it's just six. Six episodes. Uh we'll see. I am very just I don't Marvel's got I mean, I haven't I didn't watch Miss Marvel or She Hulk, so I haven't seen those yet, but I'm just like i just don't marvel is just not scratching the itch for me right now i just it needs to blow me away with something so hopefully this is it
0: yeah give it a brokaw i will give it a tentative brokaw um the final trailer i mean there were other trailers but the final one we're going to talk about is a werewolf by night yeah this is the new halloween special we talked about it a little bit on the podcast before but disney's uh they're basically making this halloween special for disney plus it's a one-off as far as i can tell um kind of a more deep cut into marvel lore um what'd you think of this jimmy
1: this looks fun and different Mm -hmm. i love the callbacks to like classic hollywood horror Mm -hmm. like the origins of it some of the shots it looks like something that was made in like the 1940s (laughs) it does you know like the horror but modernized in a really cool visual aesthetic that i have not personally seen anywhere else so Mm -hmm. just that alone made me excited for what this is gonna bring to the table on october 7th i believe so yeah coming up pretty soon uh, yeah, definitely not something I really was interested in at all until seeing this trailer. So,
0: effective trailer broke off from me. Yeah, um... Since it's being labeled as a special, I assume it'll be like an hour long thing. It probably, it's not going to be like a full movie or anything, maybe even shorter than an hour, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's really cool. I mean, they, there's even like a dismembered limb in it, which was, I was like, okay, I don't know. I mean, it's probably going to look cheesy if they're trying to homage to early horror, but it's a bit gruesome for a lot of Marvel's stuff. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, Gail Garcia Bernals in it, mm-hmm. like him and, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested. I'll give it a Broca. Um, but yeah, on to other D23 news. Since we were in the middle of Marvel, I'll just continue with the other Marvel stuff. There wasn't a ton of Star Wars stuff anyway, actually. But
1: there was like a Adventures of the Jedi or something. Yeah, it just looks
0: like. Here's some Clone Wars episodes that we wanted to make, but we didn't know what to do with. <laughs> yeah, we we have the scripts for, but we hadn't made them yet. I think they're shorts too. I don't think they're full episodes. Yeah, I shorts, I guess. Um, but I mean, you, you whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway Marvel stuff Uh, so there were other trailers Uh, there were a bunch of trailers actually shown for upcoming Marvel products Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania had another trailer but we still don't have that available the Marvels already had a trailer there was a new one for Black Panther 2 and Echo also already had a trailer this was just for shareholders or what this was at the yeah whatever the event where wherever it was so you can probably find bootlegs of these online somewhere i saw a bootleg of the ant-man and the wasp one from comic-con but um yeah anyway haven't been made available yet so we don't really have any opinion on any of those uh but other news uh the thunderbolts movie uh the lineup was or at least some of the lineup was revealed as to who's going to be on this team uh so it's going to include uh Florence Pugh's character, Yelena, a U.S. agent, Red Guardian, David Harbour himself, Mm -hmm. uh, Taskmaster, who I guess is still alive. I forgot that. (laughs) Um, Bucky is in this. Winter Soldier, I guess. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character, who I can't remember. And uh, Ghost, who is the villain from Ant-Man and the Wasp. (laughs) Which I have not seen.
1: Yeah. Um, Boy. I I don't really care about any of those characters personally. Yeah, I this movie, I think, is I don't know, on. I just I got to see a trailer that's going to make me interested in this because I just I'm like, I just none of those characters are that interesting
0: to me well yeah it seems like it seems weird because it is just like a team up of a lot of the characters that people don't really care about like people yeah people like Florence Pugh's character I think people like Red Guardian enough and there's a lot of people who do like Bucky but yeah
1: Bucky's gonna is Bucky gonna die like is this just like okay Sebastian Stan you've been with us for like 10 years that could be I Here mean, he doesn't go.
0: really serve a purpose right now <laughs> like <laughs> boy i remember when captain america and i were but yeah so yeah this could be the bucky dies movie um but yeah like the other ones i don't u.s agent taskmaster ghost the actual villains on the team like i don't really care about any of them
1: yeah this so, team of villains most of them have already been protagonists
0: yeah. Like okay,
1: <laughs> Bucky, he's just a protagonist. Elena protagonist, Red Guardian protagonist already
0: mm-hmm. in these movies. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll see. I I'll give it a, a Bergeron. Yeah, I'm at a Bergeron too. Maybe they'll add more. If they add more it could be more interesting. I would like them to have the
1: lightning bolt, Thunderbolt thing from Thor, Love and Thunder as one of the characters the what? Zeus have uh, Zeus on the team uh, the, there we go <laughs> there that, that would be in the, the thunderbolt thing yeah the literal <laughs> thunderbolt
0: or have yeah. Zeus Zeus would, that would Zeus. be I, they should get like some weird just like cosmic end of the MCU in there I think that that would be a really fun dynamic but anyway um then Captain American New World Order another movie I don't really care about but it, interesting news that apparently um, the lead, the leader is going to be, the, I think the main villain, uh, the leader in the comics is a major Hulk villain. He's basically, he's kind of the opposite of the Hulk where he got gamma radiation, but it all went to his brain. He's like really smart and he's got psychic powers and stuff. You see like that one guy from sky high, the movie who has just a giant head. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, he does actually have a giant head, so you're not there far off. Yeah. I think he's green with a big head um but it okay so he was actually introduced in the incredible hulk he was played by tim blake nelson um so uh yeah i guess he's coming back to do this it was it was a thread that was i mean they're bringing back abomination and stuff so they're tying up the threads from that movie that was seemingly just not part of the mcu for a while but now it is um uh, yeah. yeah any thoughts I don't have any thoughts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I wow!
1: I doesn't make me more excited for that movie. Yeah. Um. Well, ne- neither did uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Boy, I cannot. That takes me about six seconds to remember that TV show title every time.
0: Yeah. The only thing I remember liking is the old Super Soldier guy. Yeah,
1: that was cool. And, and apparently,
0: he's coming back for this movie in some capacity. So and.
1: Uh, whatever whatever daniel brule's character's name is again
0: yeah baron zemo he zemo that, yeah backing up a little bit he's like a big character in the thunderbolts in like the comics so yeah, it's why really, isn't he on there yeah that's what i'm confused I'm, I'm, maybe he'll be revealed later or something but he seems like he should be on that yeah i don't know i don't know
1: Anywho, who holden
0: uh bergeron for the leader the leader yeah uh final bit of marvel news this one was kind of fun apparently uh kehui hui quan i don't remember how to pronounce his name short round and the guy from everything everywhere all at once yes uh, he is going to be in loki season two very nice he kind of can fit the vibe i think of
1: oh my god well i mean he's already been in a multiverse crazy shenanigan thing yeah so. <laughs>
0: He's, he's getting typecast, Holden. <laughs> he is. Yeah, no, I think that's fun. I, I think it's cool that he's kind of getting into more... He's getting into Hollywood again, and that movie just jumps, re- jumped his career. So, yeah, give him more stuff. He's great. Yeah, good. Brokaw, excellent. Yeah. Brokaw. Uh, so for Star Wars... Um, there was a new trailer for Andor, but that's so close. I didn't really want to I didn't,
1: to I it. didn't, yeah, I didn't watch it because I'm like, it's coming out in like two it, weeks. Yeah, exactly. So I
0: don't want to know anything else about it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it either. Um let's see uh there was some stuff about ahsoka but that was also not revealed to the public and if like footage and stuff um i think the only actual news there was this might not have even been from d23 was that the acolyte that disney plus series that's happening that i don't remember what it's about um is this like the prequel one yeah the one that's i think that's the old republic one something like that Um, But apparently, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Uh, Lee Jung Jae is going to be uh, one of the main characters in it. He's the main character from Squid Game. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so that's cool. That is cool. He seemed cool in what I saw of Squid Game. Yeah, I liked him very good can't wait for
1: him to kill everybody in squid game season two
0: yeah oh yeah that's i, forget, I keep forgetting that's happening <laughs> i think games. it's happening right yeah it is it okay
1: is. uh brokaw yeah I'll, I'll give it a brokaw as well very good
0: uh, other stuff. Not. We Marvel- didn't, are
1: you telling me we didn't get an update on the, everybody's
0: most highly anticipated movie, Rogue Squadron? No, we didn't. Well, that the okay, I actually did apparently... make a note about this. There was nothing about any upcoming movies. The Taika Waititi, Ryan Johnson, Rogue Squadron. All, none of those had anything at D twenty three. Yeah. Well, you know what
1: maybe just focus on disney plus for a while then <laughs> that might be the best route but i mean they're not even
0: flawless at that no they're not far from so yeah. we'll um, see <laughs> uh anyway other stuff i just have a miscellaneous actually there should there's like a pixar category but this uh indiana jones uh, got a first trailer not revealed to the public yet again uh, but apparently I did I read kind of what was included we got Mads Mikkelsen in a Nazi outfit from what I understand I forgot so, he was in that again yeah uh, I am so excited <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's playing a Nazi I can't wait to see indie punch Nazis specifically Mads Mikkelsen I I cannot believe I forgot he was in that movie <laughs> I am so excited <laughs>
1: I hope there's a scene where Mads Mikkelsen is talking and Harrison Ford just goes, what? I, what are you even, what are you saying? Stop mumbling. Let me turn up my hearing aid. (laughs) He's like, I don't, I can't understand you. Come here, uh, Kraut.
0: (laughs) Apparently the footage was good, but I mean I'm sure everyone who goes to these like everyone thinks all the footage at these things is good. So yeah. it doesn't really oh, say anything. I did see earlier.
1: This might have been last week actually that John Williams played a new theme from it, and it was pretty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he plays it's like Phoebe Waller Bridge's character's theme or yeah. something. Um, but that's what it's
1: called, Phoebe yeah, Waller Bridge's uh, character's yeah, theme. Yeah,
0: specifically that. Um, it's called and then
1: also apparently, Qui-Gon Dies
0: Again. <laughs> apparently, uh, uh, Indy and Short Round also uh, reunited. There was a picture I saw where they took a uh, mm-hmm. little picture together. It was cute. I saw uh, that too. But then Harrison Ford also, for Indiana Jones, confirmed it's his last one, uh, even though we knew that already. But he's just like, I swear to God, like I don't want to <laughs> do these anymore. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Look, I like the money but I'm getting too old for this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was too old for it when he was in one 14
0: years ago. <laughs> I know. It's... He's, he's like... going to be <laughs> lumbering around in this. He's going to be, he's going to be like more lumbering around than Robert De Niro and the Irishman. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I hope it's like very
1: clear that they just cut to a stunt man. And he's doing like all this crazy <laughs> martial arts stuff.
0: <laughs> oh. and
1: then it just cuts back and it's like you know like the mermaid man and barnacle boy movie and yeah Shaman. it's just actually the younger actors. actors
0: there's a good joke of that in the first story of a wimpy kid movie actually but uh <laughs> won't get into that <laughs> I've, i saw that movie a long time ago um anyway uh indiana jones stuff brokaw i guess brokaw i guess yep uh anyway pixar there's some pixar stuff that was talked about uh first of all uh apparently they're making a sequel the inside out yeah um it's coming in 2024 um with i think the most of the I, I saw something that some of the voice cast wasn't coming back but i think that might just be like the non-emotion people maybe it's like the real life people because i think everyone all the emotion like amy poehler bill Hader, all of them are coming back um anyway um yeah coming in 2024 what do you think Are you excited for an inside out two? yeah upside down whatever they call it yeah outside in. outside yeah outside <laughs> in i think would be better i don't know yeah
1: sounds good you know pixar i'm sure they'll make a, they'll put it through the
0: algorithm and <laughs> mm-hmm. they'll make us cry maybe yeah i mean they do most of the time if unless it's like light year, i guess but <laughs>
1: So uh, yeah, I I it'll be interesting. Is it going to be the same characters? Going to be different? Char- is it maybe the main character is like a mom now? Oh <laughs> yeah, classic <laughs> Pixar move. And she's like, oh how I want the best for my children, and you gotta let your kids be their own people, something like yep. that.
0: I don't know. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there we <laughs> go. Pitched it, predicted it. It's. Gonna I mean, be yeah, they they just announced like it that. coming in twenty twenty four. Maybe they're still figuring it all out. Or wait, she's not a teenager yet in the first one, is she? She's like
1: a tween, I think. Tween. Now she'll be like, maybe she goes to
0: college or something. You know, she'll be like a That's teenager. Goes off
1: to college.
0: Well, it'll have been almost 10 years by the time this comes out. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe she's out partying, you know? Just yeah. The- <laughs> super dark. Oh, no, that's... You know what? Perfect. It would be her uh, post-college trying to figure out her place in life. Yeah. There we go. That would be about the right age. She's changing. Yes. It'll be relatable. She goes through a spiritual
1: deconstruction.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And and finds a love for contemporary jazz music. Her imaginary friend dies again. She turns to drugs yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) inside out two uh brokaw sure inside out one was good i've only seen it once though makes me cry okay yeah i think i like i went in hoping i was gonna cry and then i didn't i think my expectations were too high for that maybe
1: it's the first movie emily and i ever watched together
0: oh that's cute well you gotta go see this new one together then yep uh pixar also revealed uh elio i think it's elio so i'm gonna say elio uh it's, which is a new film about an 11 year old who makes first contact with aliens uh it's apparently going to be written by the coco screenwriter adrian molina yeah i don't know no i don't even think we got a release date for that one or release year but sounds interesting right. yeah Sounds great. I'm sure, I hope the title is pronounced differently, just so you seem like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) Elio Elio. I'm sure they said it at the actual, I'm sure they said it at the conference and I didn't watch it, so whatever. Um, I think Bob Chapek went up there and said E L E L I O -E 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 -E
1: -E 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 E L elio yeah that's uh, i'm not e-l-i-o gonna acknowledge that one uh, elio <laughs> elio is his name oh
0: elemental elemental Oh wait i guess we should give i'll give elio a brokosh sure whatever uh elemental which is pixar's next movie coming out in 2023 got a first look um we also did not get a trailer oh, Wow, exciting holden i can't <laughs> i'm
1: so glad you brought up
0: these things that we haven't seen yeah, exactly. Uh, but this one's uh, this one's I didn't know this was happening. Uh, Pixar is getting is making a long form TV series on Disney Plus called "Win or Lose," and it is about a baseball team. Jimmy, you like baseball? Oh boy, baseball! You like baseball? And it's a Disney Plus series from Pixar. Wow, so what exciting! Do you, what do you think of that? You can, you excited for that?
1: Can Pixar make a movie where the twins actually win? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh wow. that would be nice. that Would be funny you know, if I at least my dreams
1: that. could could tr- could come true in fiction.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um great. Sounds good. It's all about having fun and yep. playing as it's called
0: win or lose so <laughs> <laughs> That would uh, be the theme. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't sure Bergeron. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron as well. Outside of Pixar other things that disney talked about other things um the lion king live action quote unquote uh prequel film we've talked about it a long time ago i think it is getting a prequel it's going to be called mufasa colon the lion king (laughs) so that's not confusing (laughs) mufasa
1: colon the Lion. uh okay mufasa colon uh, help i need to, uh, i'm falling off this cliff
0: help <laughs> brother <laughs> help <laughs>
1: yeah um but ooh, that really hurt when you put your claws into my
0: hands like that it's weirdly being directed by uh the moonlight director barry jenkins oh okay yeah so yeah, interesting. Uh, he, I think he was at the conference. He, I, I saw. I didn't get the exact quote, but he was talking about how he's like, ever since he was younger and watched the original Lion King, he's always been like, oh, I always wanted to know more about Mufasa, and now he gets to do that. Here's the problem, though. It's not going to be James Earl
1: Jones, is it? No, probably not. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, that's a bummer. But um, there isn't a Lion King prequel, right? There are. There's no, Lion there's... King two and one and a half and one and a half is iconic. Um, but no, I have not. I don't think there's a prequel. There's Lion King nine and three quarters where they go to Hogwarts.
0: Yes, yes. You know what? If they you... should have called this Lion King point five. Holden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have. I, I am. I want to rewatch Lion King one and a half, but I'm kind of scared it will not hold up in any way to what I remember. <laughs> I always I when I was a kid, I liked that more than the original Lion King. I don't remember. One and a half or
1: two. I watched need to two watch recently, Mulan too.
0: Yeah, you should. You like Mulan? You watch Mulan like six times a year. Or so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, and throw it's good. it, shake it up a bit, and show them Mulan two instead one time. Just, just only that movie. Oh, guy. Okay. Oh, sorry, kids. I actually played Mulan Rouge. <laughs> sorry, guys. I put on the live action Mulan. Oh yeah. Oof. Um, um, don't watch that one six times a year. Nope. Nope. Uh Lion King prequel uh Bergeron. I haven't seen the the quote unquote live action one. I'm giving it a Bombadil because it's not called Lion King point five. That yeah, that is or
1: Lion King. Ooh boy, I hope I climb up this cliff and not
0: fall <laughs> and die. Um there were other, there were other like animated to live action remake stuff that was talked about, but I didn't. I think there was a Little Mermaid trailer. Didn't watch it. Don't care. Whatever. Probably watch it in theaters still though. Um, new Disney Studios animated film was announced. It's called Wish. I think this is the one that's coming out next year. Uh, it's a it's going to be uh, celebrating a hundred years of Disney storytelling with original characters and songs (coughs) inspired by Disney's legacy. It will explore how the wishing star came to be. It will take place in a fairy tale kingdom that existed long before any other Disney world called the kingdom of wishes. Oh gosh. That I did not like that.
1: (laughs) I'm, (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna say bombadil i didn't yeah, like w- sounds pretty dumb celebrating a hundred years of original content no no original content from disney yeah I mean, even their freaking original content was stolen from the brothers Grimm. yeah <laughs> so, i don't know what you're talking about oh my gosh so I can't I like wait mentioned- oh, hold on what am I saying I cannot wait to find out the origin
0: story of the wishing star yeah truly the story we've been all waiting to hear I feel like I've mentioned before but I wrote a paper in college about uh like Disney and their like ac- like them using all of those like Brothers Grimm properties and how it's just like screwed over like copyright and stuff and it's yeah I could go on about that but I won't yeah wish uh I'll give it a Bombadil <laughs> sounds dumb <laughs> Bombadil sounds like something Holden would be interested in no yep. um then there was the first well actually will the universe. news
1: ever end my goodness how close are we to be to being done this is the last bit okay hurry up
0: let this go. is the last bit it was from the games showcase Jimmy that happened this is tog we're in tog now oh gosh are you talking about the the Disney one? Yeah, the Disney one. That was horrible. I watched part of that. Like the showcase? Yeah. Oh, I. so I am I only am talking about the Amy Heading game. I don't okay, know. Okay, which one's that? That's the one. It's her new game, Marvel game where it's like World War II, I think. It's like a narrative game where... That
1: looked it, interesting. That was like the
0: one, but I don't even know what it's called. What's it called? No, I don't think they, they have a name for it. And like, it, I think it was mostly like landscapes that were shown Uh, all i have is that it's going to focus on four characters i don't think it was it said these were necessarily all playable but it's going to be steve rogers so captain america uh, azuri who's the world war ii era black panther gabriel jones who is a member of the howling commandos and nanali who is a member of the wakandan spy network and based on what we saw it looks like it's going to be at least set in paris and wakanda
1: yeah, it was like four heroes, like one game or whatever. And then it
0: just said Marvel. And I was like,
1: well, what's the game called?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was light on details, but it sound. I mean, what little we heard, I mean, a World War II era Marvel game sounds interesting. And the fact that, I mean, you, yeah, you've got Captain America, but the other three are more deep cuts, I think. I don't even know, like, Gabriel Jones and Anali. I don't even know if those are, like, actual comic characters or not
1: i don't either amy hennig of course the kind of main person behind uncharted 1 2 and 3 mm-hmm. yes um yeah uh there was a the <laughs> it was very cringeworthy i just kind of skipped through it after it happened and sure. it was like the at the end the host guy was like oh don't tab away don't tab away just yet and go to your reddit threads and unpack all those Easter eggs. Cause we have one more thing left to show you. It was, I wanted to throw up in my
0: mouth. It was awful. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I, so I didn't watch any of it, but like after the fact I was looking at, Oh, what was all announced at D 23 games showcase. Nothing. And it was all just stuff. I don't care about. It's like, here's
1: another mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's good uh Bergeon to the game. Uh, g- yeah. give it a title. <laughs> yeah before you like, release a title. Release a thing. I'll give, give it, it like a, a project title.
0: I'll give it a broka because I'm at least interested. Um didn't know it existed before and it has some intrigue. But that's it, <sighs> Jimmy. Holy smokes, that's all
1: great. That's it. this is gonna be a long episode. This uh House of the Dragon next, right? Yeah. Episode three. I don't remember the name of this episode i don't either just go with it okay just episode three we're diving in spoiler discussion starting now
0: spoilers for um house of the dragon episode three season one episode three that is um yeah, uh I had to scrub I, I had to I like did not remember anything about this episode prior to like 10 minutes before the podcast. So I quickly scrubbed through the whole thing on my laptop. Now I'm all cut up, I think. But if you you can lead it if you want cuz I'm sure you remember
1: more. Um well, I'm I'm a little bit peeved at myself cuz I wanted to rewatch the battle sequence for reasons we'll get into here in a second. Mm-hmm. Um but I just Ended up completely changing my plans for school tomorrow, so I ended up doing a lot of work on that. Episode three. I'm trying to find the title. It's something about a uh, second of his name. Okay. Um, so obviously, there's kind of this two halves to this. Yes. Um, also, there is news surrounding this that's pretty important that we should talk about too. Um, concerning it? one of the showrunners? Um, kind of surprising news. Anywho, oh, remind I think me. I might to say know it. what it is. I think yeah, it's remind old news. Yeah, remind me that uh, to talk about that. That was this week, I believe. Um, so two halves of this. You had the first half, which is the time jump three years later. You got King Viserys Targaryen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his son with Alicent Hightower, Aegon. You know, named after Aegon the Conqueror, mm-hmm. and he's it's his two two year old birthday uh, or name day, as they say in Game of Thrones. Um, Or in Westeros, I should say. And um, so that's kind of the one half of it, largely the first half, other than like the opening sequence, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other half is this battle between Damon and the crab feeder. Yes. Um, So I guess let's talk about the the hunt first and everything that kind of goes on with there. Um, So kind of opens up, you have the sun the 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 dynamic 3 years later uh obviously Rhaenyra is quite peeved at her father for marrying her best friend mm-hmm. and uh and it seems like they haven't really talked to each other uh since then and she doesn't want to go to the the hunt she doesn't want to participate but uh and Allison comes to get her and Allison starts pulling like rank on her yeah which is <laughs> not a not a good thing to do to your friend um, and then uh, she's like, "Oh, if the king requests it, then I'll go." Um. So yeah, I mean, obviously upset. I think I would be too in her situation, uh, but as we f- soon find out, she's pulled into the situation because her dad's trying to marry her off to mm-hmm. the Lannisters, Jason Lannister, who Emily realized is played by someone in season one of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> he what? has like a very minor role in season one of Game of Thrones as oh. like a knight okay. who gets killed by the mountain okay. while jousting. Um very interesting. I don't know why he's in both of those things, but he is. Um <laughs> wait, is, but, is Emily watching Game of Thrones right now? Oh yeah, more than that. What are you doing? Okay. Stay tuned. There you go. Um so yeah, that that's uh interesting that he's there. But I think just the part I want to talk about with the hunt is mainly just kind of the Viserys and how he's torn apart. Because it's like everybody just assumes that the boy, Aegon, is just the new heir. Mm-hmm. But Viserys hasn't announced that yet. Yeah. And even Rhaenyra kind of assumes that. And he's like, no, I
0: named you the heir. Yeah. He, he intends for her to become heir, which I think is is cool. Um, I don't think he's going to stick with it.
1: No, I don't think so either. And I don't think she thinks that. And he's like, okay, I'm doing this. Uh, I also feel bad for you. So actually you can marry whoever you want. So decide who you want to marry. If you don't want to marry the Lannisters, that's whatever. But you should get married because you're of age. Yeah. So... Interesting, and and at the same time, so he wants her to be the heir. I, I think he legitimately actually wants her to be the heir, but he has this dream, or he had this dream many years ago that he was gonna have this son, and that son was gonna unite the Targaryens and like create the next glory age mm-hmm. for the realm. And but it was like in his mind, it was a boy. So he's like, well, now I do have a boy again. You know, have I done the right thing in naming Rhaenyra? All these sorts of things he gets drunk kind of makes a fool of himself what did you think of like the actual
0: like hunting of the of the uh stag the elk or whatever uh, it was? I don't really remember it too well if I'm being honest how they tie the, th- the stag oh yeah ropes yeah. and capture it, and he
1: just he can't even do it he gets he stabs it and he can't even kill it on the first stab he has to have a yeah. second stab. For this poor animal,
0: yeah, that was yeah, that was interesting. It, it's it's basically just a like a ceremony that they make super easy. There's no sport to it or anything.
1: I was getting pretty nervous for Viserys when he was drinking so much because I had throw throwbacks to uh, Robert Baratheon, mm-hmm. who dies hunting while drunk, and he kept just downing wine. And they were like, "Oh, we're on a hunt." I'm like, "This has not gone well for other kings." <laughs> Um, so I <laughs> I don't know if that was just an extra layer of tension for the people who have seen Game of Thrones, but there it was. Meanwhile, Rhaenyra is just going killing a boar, and could have really killed the white stag that they were actually after, but uh, decides to let it go. Yeah. So there you go. I, I don't. Anything else you want to say about the the actual like hunt
0: part of the uh, part of the episode? She, she brutally murders a boar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I liked the bits with with her and what's his name, Um, Kristen Cole. Yeah, Kristen Kristen Cole. I liked their conversations in the woods. I thought that was good. They've Um, certainly
1: developed like a camaraderie. Yes. Yeah. Over the years. Um. So that was all good.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Not much to say about the hunt. I guess.
1: I do think it was like of the things that have happened, that was like the slowest least interesting i think that's happened thing that's happened in the show so
0: far sure, the yeah probably
1: i do think there are nice character moments there's a little there's a bunch
0: of dogs <laughs> like a little pug oh yeah the pug that was cute yeah it, i liked how i liked how rhaenyra just demolished that lady like in conversation <laughs> <laughs> to like what have you been doing how have you been helping eating cake
1: yeah um so yeah i i I did enjoy the the little moments, um, mm-hmm. but in terms of like massive political maneuvering, scheming sort of stuff, it didn't have that dramatic tension.
0: No, and, yeah, it was mostly just familial stuff. A lot of mostly with Rhaenyra and the line of succession and whatnot. It does
1: like draw a pretty big contrast to like you know like the House of the Dragon and just the budget of this and how mm-hmm. like they literally just set up all these tents in the woods and had all these extras doing all these things and it was muddy and all this stuff it it's just so much bigger in scale and high budget than like early game of thrones when it's just robert and like two other people out on his hunt <laughs> walking through the woods um getting s- stabbed by a boar off screen mm-hmm. um yeah so
0: that's the first half oh. of the episode or I- outside of the cold open what were we going to say? Uh, I'm trying to I had it and then I just kind of lost it. I don't know. I'll bring it up if I remember.
1: Yeah. Second half of the episode is Damon versus the Crab Feeder.
0: Holden, what were your thoughts on this encounter, this battle? Cu- yeah, it was cool. So the I mean the episode opens with um essentially Damon just burning everything with the dragon, crushing one of his men, which I thought was funny i saw it coming but i thought (laughs) i actually thought i thought he was gonna get burned actually i did i thought he was gonna get burned too so the um, the crush to death was a good touch yeah um (coughs) so that was all good um i do i think it's cool that they i mean the crab feeder and his men were just hiding in like that mountain which essentially meant they were like completely safe um because they could just safely guard the few entrances. And the dragon's fire couldn't really affect them in there and everything. So that was cool. Um, and then, yeah, Damon's strategy at the end of the episode was, was pretty clever and good. And I liked, yeah, the whole sequence at the end. The battle and ambush. was pretty great.
1: Well, yeah. So I like how Damon doesn't really... I don't think he says anything the entire episode, actually. I don't know if he says a word. Um yeah, he might not but I love the fact that okay, viserys is going to come like uh, save the day and make it himself look good when they've been toiling away for 3 years and really getting nowhere because they just hide in the mountain. Mm-hmm. And even though they have these dragons, that's great. Um you know, the messenger comes, he just beats up the messenger. I always feel bad for the messenger. Like they d- they didn't do anything. They just taken it. Um so, I like that you had a little like piano cues. I'm like, oh boy, you know, stuff's about to go down when there's piano. <laughs> um, although, I think I actually was a little bit underwhelmed by what happened next. Not that it was bad, I just thought it could have been more interesting than it was. And I thought a couple things didn't quite land. So yeah. you have him surrendering. That's great, and then he, you know, fakes surrenders and he and he makes this run. And I think that works well because I do think like he either he's okay with either outcome. Like either I'm just gonna die right now and be done with this, mm-hmm. um, then I don't have to suffer this embarrassment of my brother coming to save the day and him getting all the credit, or I get this myself and I can take all the glory. Um, so it's really an all or nothing, win or lose, Pixar mm-hmm. approach to it. <laughs> um, so I liked that, but I thought the actual him just running through was Slicing I liked Dyson. Yeah, it, I liked how the camera kind of follows him, but it wasn't. I think it would be more cool if, like, it was like a oneer or so, you know, something like. I just thought there was like it. It needed something like. In, in the Battle of the Bastards in Season 6 of Game of Thrones, you have that great shot of Jon just in the middle of everything. And mm-hmm. it's all going crazy. And that's a great shot. And you can tell what's happening, but there is chaos. And you just get a sense for the visceral nature of this warfare. And in this, it's just really tight behind Damon. And he's slashing and arrows are flying in. And it's not bad. I just, I thought like I thought, you know, you could have another Raymond Jawadi just banger of a thing. He's starting to build it with a piano, but then it doesn't really lead to anything. I mean, other times that the piano has happened in Game of Thrones, I mean, you had the Winds of Winter, the whole thing with with Cersei Lannister at the end of Season 6. You had the Night King. I mean, regardless of how you feel about how that goes down, it's a very cool sequence.
0: Yeah, all the piano bits in Game of Thrones have been good.
1: Whereas this, it just was like... I don't really remember what the music. This is why I wanted to rewatch it because I was like, was it? I don't. It, I don't think it's a case of it was bad. It just was like I thought it could be more, and that sort of missed opportunity element of it. It was a little, makes it a little bit disappointing for me. And I think the other part that stands out is you have, it's like Lenar or something. It's one of corliss valerian's sons, comes out with his own dragon, but he hasn't. I don't unless I missed it. I, he wasn't really established as having one. I don't remember seeing it. Maybe it was the dragon in the background. I thought that was Damon. Could have been wrong. And he just yeah, kinda comes I out of nowhere with the dragon. I'm like, who is that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. I didn't. So the actual battle itself, I I didn't really bother me. I mean, I I didn't really. It was just an average Game of Thrones battle. I didn't really care. I thought it was decent, but whatever. But any like beforehand, the whole meeting that they were having when uh, Damon gets the letter and everything, there's just like a bunch of characters there that we don't know. And they're all just angry at each other. I'm like, who is this? They all whatever. They're, <laughs> who, who is this guy? Why are you angry? Oh, one of them's riding a dragon now in the battle. Okay. And it was kind of yeah. weird.
1: It'll probably make more sense upon the rewatch. I've, you know, like, because I think Game of Thrones, like, season one is, like, kind of like that too, where it's like, here's the small council, and they're all yelling at each other, who are all these people? And then you, they get established later on, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I j- it, it felt a little clunky, just not a lot clunky, but just a little bit, that I didn't think it landed as well as it could have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem with him killing uh, the... Uh, the crab feeder off screen that is what it
0: is but i it just was missing something see honestly me. i'm i'm just disappointed by the crab feeder like i think it, it's it's a cool gimmick feeding them to the crabs and everything but we just don't and not that, it, not that he needs to be a fleshed-out character or anything, but he seems like this big threat that is just taken care of in two episodes and killed off-screen.
1: Yeah, like, um, it would have been cool. Like, give us a scene where he's super intimidating or something, mm-hmm. you know. Doesn't, he doesn't yeah, say a single word. He doesn't say anything. He really doesn't do anything. No. Except, I guess he does, like, nail someone in one part. But there's no, like, showdown. There's no... I don't know and and with the with the jump cutting of the years, you don't feel the weight as much it's more implied that's true, but I, that honest- doesn't necessarily make it bad it just doesn't it doesn't have the
0: same impact and no, I'm gonna be honest i do, <laughs> i completely like I wasn't even thinking about the jump cut for like the damon stuff like obviously it does happen in the universe and it makes sense and i but like I wasn't even thinking about how the crab feeder has been a threat for like two or three years now. Yeah. And I mean, like people
1: look demoralized and stuff, but you don't, as the audience member, the viewer, you don't feel it because we haven't experienced it. It's just been yeah. one episode for us. Um, But I do have to say the crab feeder aesthetically looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, he That's looks why I wish he great. was around more. Yeah. um, Here's what I'll say is that we know like after episode six or whatever, there's the time jump 10 years or whatever into the future, meaning or implying that this stuff happening now is still just table setting. Like this is the not interesting stuff. Like we haven't even got to like the meat of the story. And to think of all like the action and stuff that's happened now. I'm guessing this is just something George R. R. Martin just kind of alluded to in Fire and Blood that they are fleshing out more. Like Maybe, yeah. oh while this was happening, Daemon Targaryen was fighting the crab feeder for three years until he came out victorious. You know, and they were they fought because they were in the caves and had a hard time getting them, you know, Mm -hmm. so I will say, you are turning into a show, you can take your time, you can flesh out these things, it would have been cooler to to see more of this, but, you know, they are, like, they're going through this rapid fire because this isn't the important stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Which makes me excited for the important stuff, I guess. Uh, With that said, though, I'm enjoying what we're having now, so... I like. You take your time. Set up the crab mm-hmm. feeder. Have a few episodes on the crab feeder. He could be the villain of season one, for you know, for Damon, or you know, show his perspective. You know, I'm sure yeah. he has his own side of the story.
0: Give um, us a full Damon episode.
1: But yeah, I guess it 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 just. I thought this was the the weakest of the three episodes. I agree. Yeah, it's it is probably the weakest one. But I did only see it once a week ago, so <laughs> I, do, I do want to rewatch the battle to to maybe see, you know, what, what it actually was versus what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what I have to say about this one, Holden. Sweet. All right, let's talk The Rings of Power.
0: All right, third episode of The Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings show as well on Amazon. This one we didn't get to see in theaters because, uh, you know, it's out now. You know, I
1: think this was actually better because now I could have subtitles on and I could understand what everybody was saying and how things are spelled and that it's Harfoots and not Hardfoot.
0: Hard, <laughs> wait, Harfoots and no yeah, D like in there. I... Cannot stand this show. Holy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I fell asleep watching this show last night and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like I was up super late or anything. I was I am so uninterested in what is happening in every aspect of this show. And this one's the worst one because it didn't even bring back Elrond. The one the one thing that I like enjoyed from the previous two episodes wasn't in this. Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, what a bore there's not there's just nothing happening, but <laughs> talk about what you talk about what you liked Jimmy um you know I
1: actually enjoyed this episode I don't think it was necessarily better or worse. I just was like, I don't know maybe I'm just like not as I think my expectations were just higher okay. when we went to the theater and I was like, well surely like they are gonna have some big thing to like you know hook us yeah. and when they didn't i was like well, okay i guess we're taking it slow and with that in mind i just enjoyed this one more i guess my expectations were so much lower mm-hmm. um i thought galadriel's plot although not like doesn't seem super
0: significant right now at least it's not just silly like it's <laughs> just not just swimming yeah, it's not a. it's not just a filler episode like the last one was um she somehow gets on a boat did that happen in the last
1: one or did that just happen off screen
0: yeah well I so I watched um like the previously on recap kind of thing before the episode and yeah it looks like at the end of the last episode they get like rescued by a big ship or something okay that that did happen but
1: um I thought that new place looked awesome Numenor or whatever it's called I thought architecture I mean I, I the architecture stuff that gets me. I thought that looked spectacular. I thought the effects were incredible. Uh with the city it was gorgeous, the the colossal statues and all that. I thought yeah. that was really cool to look at and i was like oh this is interesting setting you had like something happened here between elves and man so everybody's just a racist mm-hmm. here yeah towards elves <laughs> like literally everybody speciesist.
0: Um, yeah i uh i like I, I like the sets like when it's when it's more just with the characters and everything but oh my god i i do I cannot tell the difference between any of these cities when they do establishing shots. They all they all look the same to me. Like yeah, the giant statues in this one are cool. That is different. But I there's so many establishing shots of these big CG cities that are like, oh, these are like the elf city, oh, the the aside from the dwarf city, which is obviously in a cave. That's that's an exception. But all these other cities look the same to me. And well I, just... I mean
1: they've had the elvish influence This one you like took all the Elves stuff and you mixed it With Minos Tirith <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The yeah. thing and then there's I like how there Was a waterfall at the end of this one I thought that was Cool oh yeah that was cool yeah Visually spectacular mm-hmm. uh, I thought except That warg thing looked a Little rough yeah <laughs> I don't It was like the compositing Or the animation that was like ah, uh, Okay that doesn't look great It wasn't horrible um, yeah, that's really the first. <laughs> the one thing I the do CG want to talk about. So,
0: um,
1: so, so we have this, you know, the Galadriel storyline's going on, and her, Haldbrand. I don't whatever.
0: Her, Aragorn, <laughs> it's Aragorn. Yeah, he's but, he's literally. I mean, you predicted it last week. He is literally just Aragorn.
1: He's like, I'm a king, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you're Aragorn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Like, I know, okay, obviously this is, like, a long time before Lord of the Rings, but it just seems so weird that, like, the same thing happens twice.
1: <laughs> I d- yeah, it does feel like we're getting discount Fellowship of the Ring, uh, mm-hmm. because it's, like, discount Aragorn, discount Gandalf, discount Gimli and Legolas, um or off-brand or anything you know something like that yeah it's like do do we have other (laughs) like things other character archetypes in this universe um but uh so you have that storyline going on and then you got the elf guy who doesn't talk who's got pretty eyes and um that's my that's my description of him and (laughs) orcs can't go in the sun has that always been a thing
0: I don't know. I don't remember that at all in the Peter Jackson movies. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, they're typically in Mordor where there's, like, very little sunlight. So, I don't know. Um. Also, is Mordor a thing yet? Well, that's, that's what I was wondering. Is that what that whole hinting at was that they're trying to create their own realm? Is that supposed to be Mordor? So what? So, when I...
1: So they were showing the, like she finds out Galadriel finds out like the sigil is actually the map mm-hmm. sort of element. It's like oh, it's a map of the Southlands. So then I looked up a map of Middle Earth, and of course you get like the the Middle Earth during the Lord of the Rings movies is sure. the map you get, not the Second Age or whatever this is. And uh, that's just where Mordor is. Okay, <laughs> in the, and in this she says it's the Southlands, which makes me think, okay, are they gonna like take over the Southlands and create? Mordor, and then is Celebrimbor the Elfish guy from the first, second, ep- whatever episode Elrond yeah. sees him. Is he like is his tower? Is he making? Is he making like just the freaking Sauron tower? Is that what he's gonna make? Yeah, that's well. Hmm. Are they are they building it in the Southlands? I don't remember. I think okay. he's just like I need help building this. Yeah, I I need like a thousand people. Or orcs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, But uh, yeah, that's going on. So like, okay, Celebrimbor, I'm pretty sure is the guy who's like the mind behind making the rings. Mm -hmm. Sauron. uh, So is it safe to assume this Adar guy is Sauron? Like they say like, oh, that's his, that's like could be Sauron's elven name that he had
0: really oh I don't know there I was just... a
1: line that said that so I'm okay and he and we get like the glimpse of mm-hmm. him at the end um if he's not Sauron he's some
0: bad dude I mean he had literally like Sauron's hands <laughs> so yeah he was well in like his entrance it was so like imposing and it I mean it was the entrance of something like you should know who this character is or something so it's so probably just gonna, is I'm gonna
1: assume it's Sauron until it's not he's not Sauron but then so I think like he is going to go trick Celebrimbor into making these tower and these rings and people are not going to realize that it's Sauron mm-hmm. is my guess. Like, people be, are yeah. just not going to realize that he's Sauron. And then, uh, of course, uh, another character. I don't know if you caught this whole since I know you're not a big Lord of the Rings fan, but uh, what the guy who saved or the guy who saved Galadriel. his ship his son is named Isildur do you know who that is no Isildur is like the guy who cuts off Sauron's finger and puts the ring on and he's corrupted by it eventually and and then it gets you know he dies and it gets lost in the river until Schmeagel finds it I think is how it goes just watch the first 10 minutes of Fellowship
0: of the Ring (laughs) I guess that makes more sense because I okay for me since I do not care about any of these characters and I'm just bored by everyone when they introduced Isildur or whatever I was like oh my god an other character I just like who oh no he's a he's a cadet or something Wh- whatever boring bland whatever but so, I guess that makes sense why they introduce him and, and when the way they do and everything if if it's kind of a name that some fans may recognize
1: yeah so I mean eventually you would imagine he's going to be a major player in this if he's like the guy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm like are we building towards that conflict yeah I wonder if that's like where the show will end is is, like that battle where and then he or then you know that happens and then he gets corrupted by it later on I don't Mm -hmm. I think he becomes one of the Nazgul Mm -hmm. okay uh, I think which is you know that's kind of a tragic arc for this character so yeah. that'd be interesting to watch but um, yeah so I caught that when I was watching it and um, what else oh we so orcs apparently they can't go into the sun I don't yes. remember that being a thing I'm pretty sure they're just out in the middle of the day in Lord of the
0: Rings <laughs> uh, they've established it here maybe they maybe those the are orcs. upgraded orcs yeah like in the thousands of years or whatever since they've they've gotten better yeah the orc uh oh what's the what's the
1: good terminator and terminator 2 called the T-800 T-800 yeah it's the orc 800 (laughs) that was a sorry it would have been a lot funnier if I knew what it was yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so maybe that's uh yeah so whatever that's great they can't go in the sun makes (laughs) sense why they're underground whatever um Yeah, I thought some of that action was kind of cool with the the chain gang, all that. Um, Yeah. With that being said, this is like, it's like, oh, it's ultra violent, but it's like, PG
0: thirteen violence. It was. I, I was thinking while watching it. It was there was the one guy who gets his throat slit, and I was like, Wait, that is just one step above the Uncharted. I was. I was
1: going to bring that up. I was like, if Uncharted didn't exist, that would be the worst throat slit I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, just like he has like. Well, first off, he like dies instantaneously too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you'd have to bleed out. Okay, maybe elves work differently or something, <laughs> but like that guy's like he'd be like oh it'd be like a solid 15 seconds before he would be dead and he just dies instantaneously and there's like you know two teaspoons of blood on his neck um (laughs) and the other guy just gets cut but like i guess he's just nicked so he's still alive and he gets hit in the with an arrow like in the chest i don't even think his heart and he just like is dying already i'm like these guys are not (laughs) <laughs> not very durable how are, how
0: are elves like supposed to be these great warriors and stuff yeah it um I, I didn't understand like it, it seemed weird the way they filmed those characters deaths cause like they were it was like super dramatic it was like that it was the classic you know maybe the scene slows down a bit the music drops out and then a sad theme plays and then you have like a reaction from our main elf guys like no i'm like i don't know who these guys are like why why is like like yeah you can make it sad for the character but they're making it act like it's kind of a major character death and we've seen them in like two scenes
1: i felt that but it didn't bother me too much um I thought the action with that was cool enough. You had some slow-mo. Yeah, that was probably the best part of the episode. I think the worst part of the episode for me was like the, the okay, also the, the violence of like the warg is like eating the people alive, but then it like cuts away and it's just like they <laughs> barely chewed anything or <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, PG-13 violence here um which i understand i it doesn't really bother yeah, me that's fine i just it's kind of funny it's like
0: well then it, it's just, just don't it's weird because they keep it's like they keep trying to do these r-rated death or like injuries but they're just doing pg-13 versions <laughs> of it yeah which whatever it's fine you're i get it you have to mm-hmm. you're trying
1: to cater to specific audiences without alienating other people yeah um and then uh we have the uh what was i gonna say oh the part that was just like this is a nitpick but like just like this is dumb is when galadriel is like ultra slow motion riding her horse like this does not (laughs) need to be in the show it's like going at like a thousand frames per second i'm like why is this like okay she's on a horse it's in really slow motion she's happy cool um just i thought i don't know i just thought it was cheesy the shots of her just
0: normal running on the horse even just a little slow motions, whatever i thought that looked cool yeah but it was like it, it's not even to like anything like she's not doing anything cool it's just riding a horse <laughs> yeah i mean maybe it's to highlight how happy she is that
1: she's riding okay yeah. sure i just was like why is it so
0: slow and i wanted to mention nitpicky I, uh, Earlier in the so at like the beginning of the episode when they're first entering the city on the boat like the (laughs) I like laughed out loud at the lines they were saying because she like Galadriel says something to the ship captain guy she's like she's like oh like where is it where is it you're taking us and and then he's like oh you'll see something like that and then immediately (laughs) the Aragorn guy is like like basically says the same thing like where where are you taking us and then he's like home Like it's so it was it's so dumb <laughs> yeah that was,
1: part and then when she like looks down and looks up they're like there yeah was, like, oh, that was weird like oh sorry i didn't miss these colossal statues yeah buildings on this. like i somehow didn't see that when we were in the middle of the sea for hours i'm asking you where i'm where we're going
0: yeah they weren't just off in the distance yeah
1: like she didn't go like oh what is that over there that thing I can clearly see in the distance she's like where are we going we're in the middle of the sea I think um, yeah
0: I think that's a that's a big thing is that's really keeping me from connecting with the characters is just like the writing is it's it's not like the worst thing in the world or anything I wouldn't even say it's like that bad but it's just so mediocre and like. A show with this, I, I mean, I mentioned this last week too. A show of this budget, I feel like should just have a more refined script with it. Well, I
1: think it has moments of really good dialogue, though. Like, I think the you know, Elrond durand stuff is really good. Yeah, and then also well, the the Harfoot stuff. I think that, like, I think there's quite a bit of charm in that, and I think they're again strong in this that you get a good sense of their culture mm-hmm. and feel bad for you know Nori and. Poppy or whatever her friend is. I think they like you feel the chemistry between those two characters. There's a levity to it. There is like a whimsical nature to these Harfoots and the Brandyfoot family. And you also feel that oh gosh, they're probably going to get left behind. And they have these traditions. And I think that that has all been set up really nicely. And a lot of the makeup and costuming has been great. You know, specifically the orcs have looked tremendous. Yeah, I the would orcs say have looked great. Yeah. Um, but I I do think that you you get that with those. And and I I think those are starting to I'm starting to buy into the world a little bit more and into this. And yes, we're still table setting. I would like to get some more momentum here. But um I I am getting a little bit more attached to these characters, even elf guy with nice eyes who hasn't really done anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I I like can't He's probably my least favorite character. Every time he comes on I'm like, "Oh my god." And yeah, I the action stuff in the mines was probably like the best part of the episode, but the rest of the stuff with him, I just roll my eyes. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, his girlfriend wasn't in this episode at all either. Both Elrond and that whole subplot were absent. Yeah. But uh
1: we'll see. We'll see. I I mean, I I'm interested in the Isildur storyline just because you know how it ends um yeah and it would be you know like he's probably you know that would be tragic and how are you going to build to that mm-hmm. in a way that's believable and and heartbreaking to watch because hopefully we do get attached to this character and and want to root for him even though we know where that it eventually ends mm-hmm. and i think it would really add to like the corrupting power of the ring the ring of corrupting power is what it should be <laughs> um but yeah i do you, do, so pre, i guess season one prediction here we go lock it in ends yes. with the construction of their the ring of power like that's where the season one ends like that's yeah. the cliffhanger right
0: yeah i could see that um that would make sense i mean it has to happen at some point this season right it's called the rings of power like I would think, yeah, that'd be that'd be a good cliffhanger to leave it on. It'd be tough
1: if there were no rings of power for like three seasons. <laughs> so you know, Game of Thrones season one ends. Get some dragons. You know, mm-hmm. here we go. Got some rings of power. At least one. You yeah, know. get one of them made, or at show least them, in, like in the process of making them. You know, or like a necklace, a bracelet yeah. of power. I'll settle for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess the other things that happen. I don't really remember. So are we
0: done here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm done with it. I enjoyed it. I'm no longer
1: like, oh gosh, gotta watch this. Unlike, uh, that's how I felt with Pinocchio. (laughs) So...
0: Yeah, I yeah, this show has not hooked me really at all yet. It's it is an obligation show, that's for sure. <clears throat> I'm still so excited, Holden. I've I'm turning around. Yeah, I just need to make sure I don't watch this at night anymore. I guess because I fell asleep when Galadriel was talking about the the sigil. I think you just don't I like it.
1: I think you're just like all the people of Numenor, and you just are nervous. N- numerator whatever that place is called I
0: think you're just racist to elves <laughs> yeah not because Elrond's my favorite character in the show so far
1: well you know what Holden quit bringing up evidence that <laughs> <counters> my <laughs> quit arguments.
0: disproving my point mm. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe you know, um, whatever um, rings of power
0: next week coming at you again to uh, Holden's sugar old guy is probably not uh, Sauron which is makes it less interesting probably not
1: I my my initial guess when we first saw him that first like <clears throat> I guess the first whatever part of the second episode we really get a glimpse of him my first thought was just oh it's a random wizard was my first guess then people were like it's probably well then I was like oh it could be Sauron and then actually Gandalf was my third thought
0: I don't you know does it? It's either Gandalf or it's discount Gandalf. So it would be it really matter? funny. It'd be really funny if like as soon as someone says his name, it's just Ian McKellen. <laughs> what if it's Saruman? Ooh, that'd well, be kind of interesting. Bring Christopher Lee CG from the dead.
1: <laughs> no, just bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> reanimate him. Put some like animatronics into Christopher Lee. Yeah, it's probably not fully decomposed yet. No, probably. <laughs> Gosh. Um Christopher Lee, he's a cool guy. Rest in peace, Christopher
0: Lee. Awesome. Um <laughs> he gets Thomas two thumbs up now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Way to um, go. Yeah, anyway, I'm done with Lord of the Rings. Let's move on.
1: All right. We're talking about Pinocchio. Yeah.
0: all right yeah so Pinocchio this is the Robert Zemeckis uh, live action remake of the classic Disney film um I classic
1: Disney film
0: that I have not seen since I was like four years old yeah I don't really uh, so I read the plot synopsis of the original after watching this one to just kind of see at least from plot point wise how similar it was seems like it's seems like it's pretty similar aside from the ending Mm -hmm. um but, um, yeah, I don't really remember the original film that well. But apparent, like, apparently it is like even just among Disney films regarded as one of the better like classic ones. So, I don't know. If you're a big fan of Pinocchio, uh, maybe you'll even have stronger feelings about this live-action <clears throat> one than I do. But I thought it sucked. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: I think that the first one's probably also bad
0: (laughs) um you know what i would say the music is good i I would say two of the songs are good and the rest of it was like very forgettable for me and it's the two songs that everyone knows from pinocchio the the wish upon a star song which is like now like the disney studios logo theme um and the there are no strings on me song from the good. Age of Ultron trailer. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all I could think of was like, oh man, they made the Age of Ultron there trailer into a
1: movie. No strings on
0: me. <laughs> <clears throat> One of the great trailers of all time, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I, I remember re-watching that trailer <clears throat> a few dozen times when that came out. Um, Yeah, so look, Pinocchio. As I was
1: watching this, I was thinking why are we watching this for the podcast this week (laughs) what are we doing i'm never gonna get this hour and 40 minutes of my life back i stopped it halfway through and watched the rest of another time just because i was like why does this exist like why why okay god love robert zemeckis created literally my favorite movie of all time I thought Dark Knight was your favorite. Dark Knight, yeah, okay. Back to the future. One of my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> my word. Why are we making this movie? Like, if your whole movie's going to be animated anyway, <laughs> why are you making a live-action movie? Like, I, mean, <laughs> I have less of a qualm with Lion King the remake because they literally just remade the whole thing in this other animation style. Yeah. This one is like... Yeah it is like almost entirely animated except for the like I don't know it's like I don't know what's real and what's CGI <laughs>
0: but like not in a good way like everything just looks so weird everything is so uncanny like aside from like the actual actors that we know are there like Tom Hanks and um, insert other names of other actors that are in this movie Luke Evans is like weird has a weird bit in this movie um, anyway uh but yeah, aside from them, it all does look very uncanny and I it doesn't look bad,
1: I wouldn't say. Like there are some parts where they go to this pleasure island that I'm like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, the compositing is not good here. Like this yeah. is wonky. Like we got some people floating around here." <laughs> Other than like it doesn't look bad. Like it's very good CGI. But I'm like, what is the point of making an entirely CGI movie and just Tom Hanks is
0: real in it? Because that is a lot of what this movie like. Like, how can this be better? There's also something about I I think I mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this when we watched the original trailer for this or what, but something about like modern Robert Zemeckis like CG creatures. it's not even like the polar express effect cuz that's long gone or whatever but like the cat and the fish and the the, the weird anthropomorphic fox and stuff so, like they don't he, he's like not trying to make them look realistic but they just they just look really fake And, like, I I don't even think necessarily in a good way. Especially with, like, the fish and the cat.
1: Like, I think, like... Well, yeah, here's the thing. It's, like, why are are you trying to make this realistic? Yeah. Like, you have a walking, talking cat. Yeah. Like, (laughs) why do we need to make a live-action version of that? Why do we need... Like, there's just a blatantly just CGI cat. Like, Mm -hmm. the goldfish. All these what things the in this movie, have a face? <laughs> like I just don't think this movie lends itself to a CGI remake thing. No. Based on what I saw, like I don't think it added anything to this movie. It was just like, well, we're remaking all of them, so I guess we have to remake Pinocchio.
0: Yeah, and I think I don't know. It, it seems like. I guess I'm only using this and Lady of the Tramp as my two examples, but it seems like unless it's like the Lion King, the only ones they're releasing directly to theaters are like the ones that have a strong or like could have a strong live action component to it. Um, And then the other ones that they're more unsure of like this and Lady of the Tramp, Lady and the Tramp, they're like, Oh, we'll just put that on Disney plus. Cause like, it's, there's no reason this should be CG. <laughs> I just yeah like I don't think it's bad
1: CGI like I don't, I don't think it looks bad like I think it looks good it just is like what is the point like I like to to make
0: a Chris Pine joke like is that, that oh the my point God. of this we Dude, can, I, okay <laughs> so I that's what started I started writing down notes at that point because I, okay, I don't well, we can I get don't, into these in spoilers but, yeah uh no I won't get into it too much but like yeah there is a chris pine joke which we'll talk about in a bit i which is chris pine even that relevant now no it's (laughs) such a it's such a weird joke to make um i honestly you know most of the cg is fine but i think pinocchio kind of looks not very good and he's like the main CG character. And I think it, I mean, I understand he's like a, like a wooden boy quite literally, but I, I don't know. Something was really off about him for me uh, in comparison to all the other CG. And I didn't really get that from the trailer. Cause I remember saying when we talked about it, I was like, Oh, Pinocchio looks okay. But I don't know. Something about him here was, is off.
1: I don't know. I, I just was watching this. I'm like, why are we watching this? This is a, this is the epitome of a movie that exists. I don't mm. think it's good. I don't think it bad. It's bad. I literally just think it exists. Th- no, the first 30 bad. minutes of this movie, nothing happens except Pinocchio comes to life. Yeah, it's just I- singing and nonsense. And Jiminy Cricket falling around in this shop
0: for the first 30 minutes of this movie. <laughs> I wrote down it It takes 36 minutes before Pinocchio gets to school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the first thing he does. Yeah. Like everything else is just is set up. And uh, like, once again, I haven't seen the original and who knows how long. So I don't know how that compares. But at the same time, that movie is only like 70 minutes long like this is a full half hour longer than that so even if they do like i'm sure they spend like 10 15 minutes in geppetto's like studio and then the movie moves on i don't know yeah and tom hanks also just wasn't that I mean he was he was okay I guess but it, he didn't he really just didn't seem like he wanted to be there. He was like this is a paycheck movie for him. I don't see I don't wanna say that, but it is like it very much feels like
1: like I do think he's trying. But I'm like, Tom Hanks, can we just take better roles? <laughs> can we just not be in all these things where you're just putting on some like accent for some Thing and can we just can we just know can we just be in something else? That's I feel like he just continue. He keeps taking these roles. That's like what? Are, what's going on? Yeah, what are you doing? Like I but don't one think thing he's I, bad.
0: I just am like yeah. Kind of seems think- like a waste of to Tom Hanks. I do think like the one thing that is not very good about his performance is his inconsistent accent though. Like it, sometimes he just kind of speaks in like his normal voice, like normal. And sometimes he puts in a little Italian like flair on it, I guess. But yeah, that was inconsistent. But the rest of it was passable. I think. Wasn't like Joseph Gordon Levitt, Jiminy Cricket or something. Yeah. Who had like the most annoying voice. I, I, I honestly thought Jiminy Cricket was so annoying in this movie. Jiminy Cricket was I don't know what he's like in the first movie,
1: but he is so incompetent in this movie. <laughs> I'm like you are
0: horrible at this. He's supposed to be the conscience and he's not very good at it and he just keeps getting like separated from Pinocchio. That's his entire conflict throughout the movie and the the movie, I mean, I'm not I don't even care. This is whatever spoiler but very beginning of the movie starts out with a fourth wall break which goes on way too long it's really cringy I was like well that's a good tone setter for the rest of this film (laughs) I already
1: didn't really want to watch it yeah (laughs) why did we watch this movie that was the whole thing I was
0: like why are we watching this why is Holden making me watch this so, okay, so we were watching this because I didn't think anything else was coming out. There's a movie out called Barbarian, which is a pretty, apparently pretty good, but I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't even know it was coming out. So. I wouldn't
1: have been able to see it either since it came out after I had to quarantine. So yeah,
0: so I don't know. I didn't. I guess I also just didn't want to do two weeks in a row of no movie and just Lord of the Rings and. House well, we Dragon. definitely
1: had enough content, Holden. So yeah, no more <laughs> of that nonsense. Um. <laughs> Do we? Okay.
0: Should we just say spoilers? Let's go. Well, let's give our ratings before we go into spoilers. Uh, um, I mean, I don't. I don't recommend you watch this movie, but let's give give our ratings anyway. Okay. Well, I. Here's a.
1: I'm. Gonna bring this up. I don't like the idea of personally giving a score anymore, just because I feel like it's such an arbitrary thing to do, and I would change my mind half the time anyway after the movie's been released. So instead I'm going to move towards who should see this movie and who should just not see this movie. Cause it, really that's the essence of it. I've already given you my opinion. I don't need to attach an arbitrary score to it. So who should see this movie? Someone who just really loves the movie Pinocchio or has any interest or nostalgia and just wants, you know, something to turn on, in front of the kids or something fine whatever you can put this movie on and it will be okay i think who shouldn't see this movie literally anybody else there's (laughs) no good reason to watch this you will never get those 90 minutes of
0: your life back i yeah i don't i don't think there's any good reason why really anyone should watch this because i i mean i i like, if you have Disney Plus and you want to watch Pinocchio, just watch the original. <laughs> like, I don't, I really don't think there's any reason to watch this one. It doesn't add anything from what I can tell. And I, on, like, okay, I haven't watched the original, and like I said in a while, but from what I understand, I think the ending in this is also just a lot worse. <laughs> like, the movie just kind of ends it's really weird and uh, from what i read it goes on a bit longer in the original movie so i just watch the original dude i Let's... guess but i
1: don't even think i'd re- recommend that just based on this even if it
0: is like i'm just like i don't really i don't think the story is very good anyway there is no story basically it, it's <laughs> just a sequence of events that kind of that happen uh, with very little through line it's all vaguely based around the three things that pinocchio needs to prove himself and they just happen to be three events that happen to him in the span of one day <laughs> 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 and yeah him trying to be a real boy that's cool and everything i i was surprised how little i guess I, that's a spoiler thing i'll talk about um i will still give it a rating i'm gonna give it a three out of ten though okay that's fine you can give it ratings uh,
1: spoilers. Let's talk about spoilers. Yeah.
0: Spoilers for Pinocchio. Um, I were you gonna say the nose? Like the yeah, nose, the nose is, thing. Is that a bigger thing in the the first movie? Well, I assume so because it's like such a famous part of like Pinocchio's character, and I don't know. Like, I don't know if the original story that this is based on has that aspect as well or anything, but I was waiting the whole movie for like more with the nose and it really only happens in one scene. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just like something that happens in one scene and the re- original is really stuck with people or something, or if this movie just decided to drop it for the most part, it was just strange to me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I fell asleep a couple times during this.
1: <laughs> Part of parts of it, I reround, Sometimes I just was like, eh, yeah, whatever. Just looked at <laughs> Wikipedia and I was like, oh, that is all I missed. He is just going to this island thing. <laughs> what what the heck? Why are kids turning into donkeys? That is weird. It's like, okay, first ass
0: off, ass of themselves. Yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> very clever, Holden. Yeah, yeah. very funny. Um. First off, I was going to say <clears throat> a couple of weird things this movie reminded me of. That reminded me of, uh, which happens in the original movie, too. I just didn't remember that. Reminds me of Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then,
0: don't explain that. Though, I won't explain I... it at all. No, it just reminds <laughs> me
1: of that. And then the other part, which I wonder if that was inspired by Pinocchio. The other part. Mm-hmm thing that reminds me of was when they're swallowed up by the thing it reminds me of the part in god of war where you're swallowed by the world serpent oh <laughs> i don't know if you've gotten to that part We're replaying it now towards the end no of the game. i'm not quite i'm I, I actually am about at
0: that part because i'm at the point of no return but it uh, was like that is also very reminiscent of, of that part of that game like I, they're literally it, on like the identical boat <laughs> so i uh, the monster whale thing i like it, it had like a weird like it had a bunch of like tentacles and stuff and i was like okay this is kind of an interesting design for a monster whale but we don't really get a full scale like look at it and then it doesn't i don't know it's just kind of whatever it, it should have just been a big whale it didn't need to be a whale monster very um, weird
1: it's also just yeah like you said this movie is just a sequence of things that happen and then it just ends yeah just like and oh it, you don't you don't need to be a real boy though you're already a real boy
0: yeah and okay so I didn't I when I guess we can just we can get into the ending right now I I didn't notice when I first watched it that he like he like turns into a real boy did you see that I did
1: notice that yeah okay okay and I, was I like, did not why I had to I, <laughs> I was
0: like reading the Wikipedia and I was like what and then I went back and it, it's like it's like kind of subtle I mean it's not like super hidden or anything but I, I could see a lot of people like me missing it I mean,
1: if you're looking at your phone, which I wouldn't blame you for doing, I probably was. I think I was kind of doing that, and then the first thirty minutes, I was just on my phone. I'm not gonna lie; I just was like, I, I don't care. Why are we doing this, Holden? Why do you? (laughs) I'm kind of
0: surprised. You know, I'm gonna be. I'm kind of surprised that you even okayed it last week. I kind of brought it up just because I was like, oh, I want to watch a movie this week, and then you just didn't. You didn't argue, so yeah well I learned my lesson <laughs> um uh, okay let me look at my notes here um the those those clocks were really cringe oh my gosh
1: I was like god I just was upset I'm like yeah. oh it's a toy story clock
0: oh it's what were the other ones there was uh sleeping beauty who framed Roger Rabbit which I thought was weird until I remembered Robert Zemeckis directed that Um, there was Snow White. There was, I think, a Donald Duck one. Yeah, there was a bunch of just. Is
1: this why we made this movie so all the clocks
0: could be relevant? (laughs) It it was like it happened once. It happened with Woody, uh, or like it happened with a few clocks, and then it just like kept happening throughout like the next twenty minutes. It would just keep cutting back to a couple different clocks. I'm like, I get it, Disney. You have like every property in the world. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't like a like a Marvel superheroes clock, Star Wars clock on that wall. It seemed it also just seemed weird, like especially the Toy Story one, like cowboys are like I don't think cowboys are around yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess I don't know exactly when this takes place because I don't know like the history of Italy and like what exactly it would have looked like when. But I just kind of assumed that cowboys weren't around at this time. I don't know. I don't know. What else do you have written down, Alden? Um, let's see. Um, so initially when Pinocchio is like first runs into uh, the the fox and whatever, uh, he drops his apple by the the poop, the horse poop or whatever. And he fairly clearly leaves it. And then in the next scene, he's running with the apple again. No, I think he picks it up. I don't. I I thought I went back and I like because he's like, examining the apple for a while I could have sworn
1: he picks it up so I was like you better not
0: just leave it there maybe I'm just stupid but regard either way even if he took it he should have left it it is kind
1: of meta though that he's staring at this poop because as an audience we are staring at a pile of poop poop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see I wrote Tom Hanks can't sing very well yeah I stand by that well, I don't. Was he supposed to not sing well, though? I, I don't know. I used to sometimes make that excuse, the, but I sometimes I'm, I I kind of go back and forth on that argument I,
1: cause I think that you intentionally was maybe not supposed to sing very well in this. Yeah, maybe
0: I don't know. Um, I wrote down this movie is so boring. Was the original this boring? Um, uh, I okay, so. Um, the Fox was voiced by Keegan-Michael Key. And he was, like... it was, He was, like... He, it felt out of place because he was, like, really hamming it up as this Fox character. And he was going, like, all in on this voice role. And it just, like... I don't know if he was, like, actually, like into like the character or anything but he had more life about him than most of the rest of the cast. yeah i
1: thought you know i actually thought that was good i was like he's yeah. actually interesting and then he just goes away never to be seen again yeah exactly you know i get my thing is like i just don't think it's an interesting movie like yeah. i just the original i don't like it's just weird i don't think it like is there a, nothing really happens it's all very just coincidental it's all yeah, just, just really bizarre too and I, uh, this the relationship between pinocchio and geppetto like i get he's supposed to be like his son who died <laughs> but it's just weird that oh my gosh my son's back to life well the
0: first thing he better do is go to school <laughs> yeah okay i wrote that <laughs> down why does he why does geppetto send him to school like like just on his own it seems like such a bad idea like he doesn't even walk him to school or anything like he's this little naive puppet boy it seems so dumb yeah
1: um I okay, like, why so, not just be rich and famous what's the, why not <laughs> I'm like why are these guys the bad guys <laughs> like why is that a morally bad thing to do just to be rich and famous?
0: yeah like inherent yeah i don't know um i wrote down because of the key and michael the- key thing i said it'd be really funny if the the silent cat his partner spoke one line at the end of the movie and it was just was just jordan peele yeah nope. um get yeah, out let's let's see here jiminy's voice is annoying i said that did you know, <laughs> did you notice the bit where pinocchio does a superhero landing no <laughs> Maybe you're falling asleep at this point. I, I understand, understand. Uh, but it was it, when they're in Monstro, phone. and he's like he's like trying to figure out how to you know get out and everything, and then he swings on the rope, and as he when he lands on the boat, he does a superhero landing. It was so it was just, yeah, kind of cringy. Um, they suddenly travel that part. I was actually uh, folding my laundry. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they suddenly traveled from Pleasure Island to Italy in between scenes, which yep. was weird. They're just like swimming, and then oh, they're just suddenly back in Italy. Okay. Um. Wait, the chase with the whale was stupid. Pinocchio being used as a motorboat—that was really dumb. Uh, I kept expecting the boys to show up and ram it with a speedboat. <laughs> that would have been good. Um oh we didn't talk about the chris pine joke yeah really cringe um he's like trying to come up with stage names for pinocchio and one of the ones he says is chris pine oh wait no that it'll never work or something he says something like that i'm like oh geez can't That's, wait for nobody nobody to understand that in 10 years yep way to age your movie a bit um and my last note was that Geppetto comes back to life in the same way that Ash does in the very first Pokemon movie where Pikachu cries and then it makes him come back from being turned into stone. So nice. um, Yeah, I think that's, that's all I got for this, this crappy movie. Yeah. Let's, let's never talk about it again. (laughs) Not quite as bad as Mulan in my book, but It is one of the lesser Disney live-action movies. Well, I
1: can't compare it. Like, Mulan could have been... Mulan makes sense for a live-action remake. Yes. Like, there was a room to, like, take that story, which is already really good in animation. I've really gained an appreciation for it. Take it to, like, a level that, you know, a, a scale, an epic nature that the animation at that time wasn't capable of. And it just makes sense to do it in live action because it is, like, more grounded of, yeah, you know, a- this Disney movie. And, you know, it could have a serious, more serious tone. You could have these two iterations of this story actually exist because it actually, like, is a myth, mm-hmm. you know, from China. Whereas this, it's like, wh- what was there to gain? <laughs>
0: Yeah, what couldn't be what? What did this have that the the animated version didn't? My guess is maybe
1: it's just like the original ones dated because maybe the kids are like actually drinking beer and smoking cigars, and maybe you don't want your kid to actually. They probably
0: are. That's my guess.
1: But like, I don't know. It's just like uh, who who cares? Like, who was asking for this? (laughs) No one. Um, if I said someone, my nose would grow. So (laughs) (laughs) that's where I'm going to end it. All right, Holden, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right, so uh, this week I watched a few movies. Uh, First off, I watched Big Eyes on Netflix. Uh, It's a Tim Burton film. Uh, It's actually... A biographical film from Tim Burton about Margaret Keene who's a painter and it's actually a very interesting story I don't think the movie quite lives up to how interesting the story is but uh, the the leads are Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz in the movie Um, and she's this painter from like the 50s and 60s who's kind of timid and she's just kind of keeps to her own and then she marries Christoph Waltz who is this very boisterous outgoing personality and ends up like selling her work as his own and it's like this real thing and there was this court case in the 60s and everything and the actual like how the court case ended is it seems like something that would happen in a movie because it seems like it's like a very bizarre thing that the judge had happen and everything but it is it's a really interesting story I don't think the movie quite lives up to it. I definitely think of nothing else you should read about it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I did that. Um, I have been prepping uh, clerks three comes out this week. So I've been rewatching the first two clerks movies um, and a few other Kevin Smith movies that might tie in. Um, And Kevin Smith might be the worst director that I actually enjoy. That's kind of what I'm getting from this rewatch because <laughs> I, I think his movies rely entirely on charm and there is a lot of charm, especially in the very first clerks movie. Um, but there, <laughs> some of it, a lot of his movies are, are pretty bad. Um, but he's, he's got a, he's got a thing going and I don't know. I don't know if I'd consider myself a full on Kevin Smith fan, but I do enjoy his movies. Are they on a streaming service or anything? Uh, Clerks is on the first one's on Paramount Plus. Um, Is that where the the new one's coming out? What? Is that where the new one is coming out? No, the new one's getting a limited theatrical release. It's a fandom event. I think I'm actually going to go this week at some point. It's starting on Tuesday and then it's getting like one screening a day for like a week. So I might go at some point at Cinemark here in town. Um, but I was just I'm in the middle of Clerks too, actually as of watching this uh, or recording this um, but aside from that um, I have TV shows I've been mostly just watching the shows that I, like are airing weekly because there's so many that I'm keeping up on but I've also been uh, catching up on Reservation Dogs because the new season of that started a little bit ago and That is still very good. I forgot how much I liked that show. So uh, yet another show I'm going to add to my weekly watch because I'm caught up with that now and it's not fully out. So very nice. What else is on there? Uh, I'm watching She-Hulk right now. I'm watching the Beavis and Butthead show and I'm watching Harley Quinn, which I think the last episode for that's coming out this week. So I'm almost done with that. Um. But yeah, I'm watching all that and I am looking. Oh, I also I just finished uh, The Bear on Hulu. Uh, yes, I've heard good things. It, it was really good. Um, <laughs> It is it's one of the most stressful shows I've ever seen. I think um, it really just shows how chaotic a, a kitchen can be uh, in terms of like a restaurant kitchen. Um, The second to last episode of this first season was incredible. A lot of it was done and it was mostly done in very long takes and it's just the condensed, the condensed writing in that episode was, was very great. Um, Yeah. I would really recommend the bear. Liked it a lot. Very nice. Um, But then, yeah, uh, in terms of games, just been playing, playing God of War and I am basically at the end. I am, I'm trying to plot on trophy at this time though. So I'm, I think I'm going to try to get everything before I actually go to the end game. So I need to find all the Ravens, which sucks. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's still good, though. You have to find all of them? I think so. I think it says find all the ra- Odin's Ravens. Oh, I mean, I got it. So If
1: I can do it, Holden, you can do it.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking, I'm like, well, Jimmy got it, and he's less committed to doing these things than I am, so I probably can. There were a couple that was, like, one, two of them were, like, buying specific armor sets that I don't know why I didn't do that before. I think it's just because in these games, typically, I just never buy armor because I just want to save up my resources, and then I never use them. That's yeah. how I play every <laughs> game like this. That's how I do, too. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I'm liking it. What about the you, best, Jimmy? What have you the best doing? armor is that. Oh, what is it?
1: M- Muspelheim, the foggy place. Nifflheim armor for
0: that's the foggy one. Yeah, Muspelheim is the lava one. Okay,
1: niflheim the armor that you get that makes you like. I think that's the best one, that like regenerates your health or something. I okay. found one of. I don't remember, um, but I. I had like an armor that I used my whole first playthrough that I thought was really good. And then the second time I had this other armor instead that was really good. And I, I really maximized the efficiency on that thing where I literally got the final. I was playing it on easy mode, but I got the final thing on the first try. The the which Valkyrie
0: Valkyrie Queen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I had I had figured out the system. <laughs> like
0: yeah, it was so not fair. Um I need yeah. to actually go. I haven't gone to either of the optional realms yet, so I need to do that too. So then I can actually get that armor.
1: Oh yeah, that'll take you some time then. Mm-hmm. Uh alright. Are you you're done? You yeah, good? what are
0: you up to, Jimmy? Uh
1: not playing anything right now. Um you've but, been
0: home for four days what have you been yeah,
1: doing? yeah uh well emily and i started watching game of thrones together because she's really been into house of the dragon yeah so we started and uh she is really into game of thrones too which is like awesome for me because <laughs> i'm like she's like you want to watch another episode i'm like yes i do <laughs> i do want to watch another episode so we've been like watching three four episodes a day of that and it's you know, season one is so much better You're re-watching it because you actually know who everybody is and like what they're doing. Okay. And I forget like it's kind of a it's like a mystery. You know, a lot of season one is. It's a lot of political scheming and stuff, and it's, it, it gets going too pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, it's it's just really fun to watch it. We're in the second season right now, which is fun to see. You know, Tyrion. Um, kind of that's his big. One of his big seasons, I guess, anyway. So it's fun to see him. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite characters. And uh, just getting to appreciate the show again. I still have forgotten quite a bit. (laughs) Which is kind of weird. Um, But it's fun.
0: Rewatching Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, Didn't forget that much. But did forget, like, how does this part end up? Or, oh, I forgot about this character. I forgot about Podrick, the uh, Tyrion's squire.
0: Oh, yeah, Podrick. He's like,
1: yeah, I've totally forgot about him <laughs> <laughs> until he, like, just randomly is, like, filling up his wine in one episode. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Otherwise, if I've been doing... We, we've also played some... We learned Ticket to Ride, the game. Okay. That's fun, if you've ever played that board game. Yeah, I
0: haven't. I've heard it's good,
1: though. Very popular. Um, it's been fun. Emily's beaten me more times than I've beaten her so far. That's... Okay. So it's you know, we'll have to change that. But uh otherwise I think that's it, Holden. Just looking for forward to another episode of Hot D tonight after yeah. editing this episode. So yeah. Wow. Uh good thing reviewed Pinocchio, otherwise we would not have an, had enough content. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next week, Holden, what do we got?
0: Um, so we got Hot D, House of the Dragon, episode four. Um lord of the rings rings of power episode four i guess um and then we got pearl the the prequel to x which i'm actually excited for so
1: yeah there we go uh before i forget house of the dragon news i did want to talk about it miguel Sapochnik, one of the co-creators one of the two co-creators has left the show yeah after season one um citing that he's just exhausted <laughs> which uh he was the director for the the long night the big episode uh, big episode battle of the bastards and, yeah big ep- uh, battle of bastards uh winds of winter long night and the bells uh which happens which some to be, of those were good i think they were all very well directed i yeah. think uh the writing on two of them or excuse, some of the, you know the you know i i actually liked the long night quite a bit outside of the silly cinematography and military strategy yeah yeah um the bells that i that's a whole other thing to get into <laughs> but um yeah it's i mean like those clear the bells in the long night is specifically the long night where they did like a hunt over a hundred days of overnight shooting mm-hmm. like i cannot imagine of course the man's exhausted holy smokes yeah um it's a shame because he's an amazing director um, but you know, just because he's not show running anymore doesn't mean he can't come back to direct an episode I mean I'm guessing he won't, but had he directed any episodes of this? He directed the f- first episode okay. he's probably directed a few in this first season, but um, my understanding is that ryan Connell Condell, the other showrunner, has done the majority of the the writing so um okay and they're getting another um guy from the, the earlier seasons of game of thrones to, to help ryan condal show run so it's just a shame because he's a really good director but also take care of yourself man because holy smokes i would be exhausted and i'm glad he's stepping away when he's exhausted yeah. instead of continuing it Set and rushing it to an ending like uh what, what happened with another show
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that might exist in the same universe um with whose creators rushed it to an ending instead of handing it over to someone else when they didn't want to do it anymore but that's all I got to say about that Holden anything else Pearl next week House of the Dragon episode 4 Rings of Power episode 4 Holden cannot wait for Rings of Power
0: and that's all right do you have may, to say anything else I this this may be the last chance I give Rings of Power we may have to be done if this one is not at all interesting to me oh boy <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Holden? Uh, yeah, uh, so if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes, by emailing us at tompodcast at or by donating to our Patreon.
1: Yeah, that's it. All right. Adios, pantalones. Love you. That one movie podcast is <laughs> Tomp. <laughs>